the voice of the Lord. There is a Bible story about when the prophet Elijah meets God at Mount Horeb. And we are told that there was a great wind, so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, a sound of sheer silence, or as the King James Version says, a still, small voice. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then there came a voice to him that said, what are you doing here, Elijah? If Elijah lived in our day, it would be very hard for him to hear that still small voice. Because in our day, it appears to be the loudest voices, the loudest sports fans, the loudest protesters, the loudest political pundits that get public attention. No one seems to care about the still small voices in our society. They get drowned out by all the noise, but maybe it's through them that God is trying to get our attention. And remember, just because you are loud doesn't mean it is of God. This isn't to undercut shouting churches because God does speak in shouts and whispers. For God is polyvocal. Regardless of the volume, the voice we need to hear in 2018 is God's. Many have prayed throughout the centuries in the church that a prayer that we should also be praying today. Silence in me any voice but your own. But sometimes we listen to other voices and we end up in trouble. A young man shopping in a supermarket noticed an, an elderly woman following him around the store. And when he stopped, she stopped. And she kept staring at him. She finally overtook him at the checkout counter, turned to him and, and said, I hope I haven't made you feel ill at ease. It's, it's just that you look so much like my late son. He answered, that's okay. And she said, I, I know it's silly, but if you'd call out goodbye, mom, as I leave the store, it would make me feel so happy. She then went through the, the checkout, and as she was on her way out of the supermarket, the, the man called out, goodbye, mom. The elderly woman waved back and, and smiled at him, as you can imagine. This man was so pleased that he had brought a little sunshine to this woman's day. 
He then went to pay for his groceries. And the clerk said, that comes to $121.85. Man was stunned. How come so much? I only bought five items. The clerk replied, yeah, but your mother said you'd be paying for her things too. Sometimes other voices will lead you astray. No matter how old or young or big the source. I mean, the voice of God to Elijah comes out of the sound of silence through a still small voice after all of the racket in the stillness. Have you ever heard God's voice? Is it tenor, soprano, baritone, alto, or bass like James Earl Jones? Is it raspy or smooth? Is it as soft as a, the quiet contemplation of a Benedictine monastery? Or can it be like the loud ringing of the bells of the carillon? How do we even know it's God's voice that we hear? How can we be so sure? Some Christians, as you know, are very sure that the voice they hear is always God and that they are always God's mouthpiece. It's funny that at times they are the ones with the loudest voices and not the still small ones. But faithful Christians have been discerning the voice of God for centuries through the study of the scriptures through prayer, through circumstances, through the community of faith. But do you know God's voice? I'm not talking about judging God's voice as to its quality, as if we're talking about the TV show, The Voice, where judges like Adam Levine and Blake Shelton and Jennifer Hudson and Miley Cyrus choose the voice that best fits their needs and their team. God's voice is not about our choice. How could it be that way anyway when it's God's voice that gives us our voice? When it is God's word that creates our life? God's voice is a voice of creation. God's voice gives us our voice, our breath, our first breath our resonance, our life energy. We cannot speak unless we are spoken to, unless God speaks to us first. And that's what exactly God does in the beginning in Genesis, which is the other Old Testament reading in the lectionary for today. As poet James Weldon Johnson writes, and God stepped out on space and he looked around and he said, I'm lonely, I'll make me a world. God speaks the entire world into being, for God is a speaking being who is always doing. When God speaks, we receive the, the breath of God. When God speaks, something happens. God said, let there be light. And there was light. And some of us want God to say, let there be warmth in North Carolina. 
At the creation, God kept speaking and kept creating day after day and night after night. God said, and then it was. Did you know that God loves to talk? God is the poet laureate of heaven. God's voice creates. God's voice illuminates. God's voice brings us to voice, brings us to the light, brings us into the light, gives us a vocation, a reason for living. Actually, we get the word vocation from the Latin vocar, which means voice. God's voice gives us our voice, our vocation. When God calls in still small voices, or louder ones. God has a creation vocation, viva voce. We shouldn't be surprised then that in hearing, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning and all things came into being through him and without him, not one thing came into being. When God wanted to ignite a new creation, what does God do? God speaks the word of God, and God's word is Jesus Christ. When God wanted to save and love the world, God speaks Jesus, the one who saves and loves. God's word does what God says. God walks, God's talk. There is integrity in who God is. And as the psalmist reminds us from this morning's reading, the voice of the Lord is powerful. Without him, not one thing came into being. God speaks a lot, but God doesn't talk our ears off. God, by God's voice and word, creates our ears, which is so important because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is what creates hearing. No wonder in our liturgies like this morning, there is so much speaking of the word in the greeting, in confession and pardon, in prayers, in scripture readings, through singing, sermons and benedictions. The word is spoken and something happens. A new idea comes, or we are comforted, or we are even challenged. Words do things to us. This is God's way in the world, and the word which creates life over primal waters in Genesis, also voices an affirmation of love over baptismal waters. God's voice is a voice of affirmation. When Jesus is baptized, the voice from heaven declares, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. In the presence of the descending spirit, just as in Genesis, the voice of God speaks new life over the waters and speaks not light this time, but love. You are my son, my daughter, my child, the beloved one. With you, I am well pleased. It doesn't matter what others have said. You are loved by me. 
Just as in Genesis, when we hear repeatedly that it was good when God created, at Christ's baptism, we hear the pleasure God has in him. Therefore, God takes pleasure in us when we are baptized. With you, I am well pleased. You. God claims us as his beloved children through baptism, which is a sacrament of unconditional love. So when you look at that water, it's not only water you're seeing, but love. God speaks light at creation and speaks love at baptism through water. Who wouldn't want to be a Christian when God speaks such words? God's voice is one of creation and affirmation. And God's voice is also a voice of transformation. That God has a voice that God speaks is undeniable. This is why we keep preaching each Sunday, preaching and listening. We actually believe that God speaks. It's the weekly Sunday miracle. Every Sunday of the year, God speaking. And in our psalm of the day, the phrase, the voice of the Lord is repeated seven times to grab our attention. The voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord. God has a voice. And the psalmist doesn't want us to miss it. But what comes from the voice of the Lord and its effects may not always feel creative or comforting, or soothing, or loving, but it will always be transforming. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The voice of the Lord causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. The voice of God breaks, shakes, flashes, strips. In other words, God shakes up the world. The natural order, cedars and the wilderness and the oaks and the forest. As fire flashes forth from his mouth, nothing is a match for God. Nothing and no one is immune from the impact of the voice of the Lord. Nor would we really want it that way. Because God's voice never leaves us the same. And I'm sure there are things in the world or your life or on the job or in the environment that you would like to see change this year. God always transforms situations, but it may not be in the way we desire or envision. Perhaps this is why we don't ever seem to hear the voice of the Lord, because we just don't want to change. But when you experience God's voice, you know like Sam Cooke sang in 1964, a change is going to come. The things we thought 
that were forever, according to our strategic long-term plans, strong and secure like the cedars or the oaks are nothing before the voice of God. They swirl and they are broken when God speaks. God, be careful because God can make our forever a never and our never a forever. The things we think are unbreakable, God breaks. The mightiest oaks are not a match for the might of God. And that's the point. Nothing can stop the voice of God. And nothing is forever except the word of God. The grass withers, the flower fades, and the word of God will stand forever. And this eternal word alters our reality. That's because there's always transformation. There's always change when God speaks, when the voice of the Lord is heard, never sameness but always difference, change, light in darkness, the heavens torn apart over the waters as love descends, transformation amid stagnation and the same old, same old, even ancient oaks swirl when hit by the breath of God. God shakes the very foundations of the earth and can do the same with your life. And this is because God sits enthroned and reigns over everything according to the psalmist. God's voice that transforms the world from nothing to something is not anything unusual for God because God changes God's own form by taking on human form in order to transform us. It is God's way to make new ways, new paths, new opportunities, new forms, to strip the forest bare, to shake the wilderness up, to have the sunrise and sunset every day in order to make the next day new. I don't know about you, but I've never known God to be status quo, to sing the same song, to play the same anthem, to use the same words every day, every year. God doesn't conform, but transforms from the beginning until the very ending. When a poet says, time shall be no more, and the sun will go out like a candle in the wind, and the moon will turn to dripping blood and the stars will fall like cinders and the sea will burn like tar and the earth shall melt away and be dissolved and the sky will roll up like a scroll with a wave of his hand God will blot out time and start the wheel of eternity. There's always the movement of transformation when God speaks. As God moves over the face of the darkness, 
or moves over the calm waters or over your ordinary life with a wind, a spirit, a fire that makes all things new, a new creation, a new son or daughter, a new reality. This is what the voice of the Lord does, makes all things new. This is what the Lord desires to do with you this new year. Make all things new and transform you. The voice of the Lord is powerful enough to do it. It can make water a spiritual womb of new birth in Christ. It can make ordinary bread become Christ's body and turn wine into his blood. The voice of the Lord is over the waters and the voice of the Lord presides at the table. For we hear the voice of the Lord through the word of God, Jesus Christ. He is here. He is speaking. Do you hear it? Do you need it? I know I do.